You're listening to Sex in Iceland with Sikadak, the sexologist. Here you'll be following me on my trips through Iceland, talking about sex, delivering sex ed, stand up about sex, and just whatever comes up, really. So if you're interested in sex, or even if you're just interested in Iceland, this might be something for you. Let's get our periods, periods, I wanna menstruate, let's bleed together, let's have our bloody flow, our body flow, bloody, bloody, bloody flow. Oh, do you think this is a good song? I was thinking about it, and I'm not gonna start every episode now with singing, so don't worry, but I was thinking about it, like, do we have any menstrual bleeding period songs? This was my... Olivia Newton-Johns, let's get physical, but I also thought like, I'm getting my period, whoa, I'm getting my period, whoa, and it's gonna feel good, woo, bring maybe a little joy with um, the whole menstruation thing, although I know it can be painful, so instead of maybe, um, could we do maybe um, menstruate the pain away? menstruate the pain away you know and fuck the pain away I, I don't know I'm open I'm open for suggestions um two suggestions I just I thought we, you know a couple of years ago they they started running these ads um maybe it was just a viral thing I don't know but it was something about having a period party so it's like you're menstruating you're a woman now let's celebrate it and uh they were ha- I, I guess it was like themed or something so Everybody was eating, uh, I guess, red food or chocolate or whatever that they felt was in the theme. And they had, I don't know, I guess everybody would be sharing their period stories, I'm guessing. But it was like a celebration. It was like, you know, this is not shameful as it is in many cultures in the world. Um, this is something, I mean, some in some cultures, women are hidden away. And like uh, I was in India and I was visiting their, um, sorry, that was my foot banging under the table. Um, I, w- I was, where was I? In Amritsar, yes. And I was w- visiting the Golden Temple. Um, I don't know the proper name for it, but but it was a huge golden temple. And so before we entered the temple, we had like, had to, there's like this little stream where I think you either had to wash your feet or you're supposed to step over it or something. And you were not too allowed to wear shoes and you had to cover your hair if you were a woman and you had to cover your shoulders and etc. And there, there was like a set of rules. And on those rules, which I was following quite carefully, was if you're menstruating, you're considered um, dirty and you're not allowed to enter the temple. So anyway, I didn't, I, I don't know, this didn't register with me or, or something. And we're walking in the temple and you have to walk, I think, counterclockwise or something. There's all these regulations on how you can behave within the temple um, or within the temple grounds because we didn't actually go into the Golden Temple because the line was so huge. So we were there in Amritsar in the Golden Temple or around the Golden Temple walking and looking at it and sitting there chilling by the um, water that surrounds it, looking at the koi goldfish and stuff like that. I think they're goldfish at least that's in my memory of it well anyway then my partner turns to me and is like oh my god you have your period right and I'm like "Mm, yep I think so I mean I was wearing a tampon so it didn't really register it wasn't wasn't heavy flow it's just like I was like I think I am menstruating yep yep that might be correct I'm like wait did, did it bleed through does it show and he's like 
He's like, no, but um, didn't you see the rules? The rules stated that if you have your period, you're not allowed because you are dirty and you're not allowed to be here. And I was flabbergasted. I love that word, flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted. I was like, what? Like, are they going to check? Is somebody going to pull out my tampon and like physically check? Or like, what do they, what do they even mean? So anyway, we left shortly after that. But it got me thinking. Um, for me, like personally, I didn't particularly celebrate getting my period I remember uh it was really awkward going to the store to buy um so funny in Iceland we call them lady pads um but it's just menstrual pads in English makes more sense or just pads but I don't know why in Iceland it's it's kind of stuck together lady lady pads or lady even um what do you call it what the guys have ties lady tie that's quite if you're if you're going like verbatim or yeah so anyway um I remember because all my friends got their period before me like I was the last one of the group to get my period and mind you I was only in eighth grade when I got it so it's not like I was super late or anything I think it was just like normal but my friends um, I guess developed kind of early and, and so all of them had their periods when I had mine. And I remember going with them to the store and they were like, oh, Sika, you go and you go and pay for the periods, I'll, the, the pads, I'll give you money because, you know, you haven't started. So it's OK for you to do it. And I remember actually thinking I was, it was easier for me to go and buy the pads and pay for the pads and face the person at the register because I was like, this isn't for me. So just that mindset that it wasn't for me made it easier. And I remember the girls talking about stuff like, oh, I can't eat red food. It reminds me of you know what. And they were like, I need so much chocolate now. And there was this one gal in sex ed the other day. She's like, uh, why do women always crave chocolate? And why is there, they are they always such in a bad, in, in such a bad mood when they have their periods? And I'm like, you know what, actually, I always crave chocolate regardless of the time of the month. And um, almost every day I get annoyed at something or someone. So I don't really connect it to my period. She's like, oh, that's what they always say. Isn't, is not it a myth? I thought it was true. Oh, okay. Like my period has started, but I was so worried about all the chocolate I would be eating or not eating or I don't understand. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of shrouded and surrounded in myth. And there was a relatively recent study here in Iceland that uh, where girls were asked if they felt prepared for their periods and they said no so apparently we're not doing a good job of educating about the period and menstruation and how it works and we're not preparing these teenagers or tweens because they've started at an earlier age now getting their periods this might be due to better nutrition or it might be due to hormones in our environment we're not quite sure to the best of my knowledge um so i've started when i do sex ed to teens or tweens from like fifth grade so 10 11 years old up to like 13 we talk about periods and i and even up to 16 year olds especially when guys are present in the class then i talk about periods because i i noticed there are a lot of misconceptions regarding menstruation like um like i've told the guys it doesn't actually pump out of us like you've just hidden artery it doesn't it doesn't go everywhere and they're like oh interesting isn't like a blood spatter scene from dexter or something wouldn't you need to wear like a hazmat suit no 
No, in fact, it just drips quite slowly out of our vulva, out of our vagina, actually. And they're like, what? Don't you pee the blood? And we're like, nope, nope. It's not from the same place as the pee. Totally separate places. And they're like, okay. And it's every month? Yep. It's every month on average, you know. People can't differ. This is true. And of course, guys can have their periods if guys have vulvas. And some guys have vulvas and have their period. And some gals have vulvas and don't have their period. This is different for each and every person. It's nothing to be ashamed of. But I remember, and these um, teens still talk about this, um, feeling that their pad is making this, that, um, like, not scratchy noise, but the when you walk, like um, like that annoying sound, like everybody can hear your pad, you know, do you remember that? Or feeling like you have um, like a little tail, like you're a duck, because the period, is, the pad is so thick that it makes your bum stand out or the middle part of your bum or something like that. But in fact, I have to say, I'm really glad where we're living in an era of period pants. Mm-hmm. I said it. I menstruate in my pants. Um, so my friend is importing Modi Body. Many of you might know Thinks, but she. this is like the equivalent, I guess, um, from an, it's an Australian inventor, an Australian country, a, co- a company called Modi Body. And they have these period pants, panties. And oh my lord, is it a different time to be alive? bleeding straight into my panties and then just throwing them in the washer and hanging them on my clothesline. This is luxury, people. This is definitely something that I'm doing for my daughter when the time comes. And I love it. And it's not icky or yucky. And I don't think it smells. I mean, I know what the smell of period blood is like. And the um, the central lining of the crotch area is in black and they have different kinds of shapes and colors and stuff like that but oh, the crotch area is usually black so you don't really see the blood and it kind of just absorbs in there it's amazing I'm like a convert like I would tell everyone and anyone that these pants are essential and I even saw the other day for um like trans men, that they now have, I think, boxers or even genderqueer, they're, they now have um, like boxers who are like these, like have this pad that absorbs it, I think, or, or maybe it just to place an, ex, an, an a pad on top of it. I, I'm not quite sure, but uh, I need to research it a little bit better. But uh, I've been thinking about this and girls are often quite scared about starting their period because it, and it's the unknown. Like I get that it's unknown. How is it going to feel like? Is it going to hurt? Is it going to, is it inconvenient? Like, what do you, what do I do? And when I tell them that you actually, you don't bleed while in water, so they could test it just at the bathtub at home or even, you know, cause we do go to, we have, um, mandatory swimming lessons here in the local swimming pools as a part of school. It's a part of, uh, physical ed in school. So, uh, I think it was decided like a hundred years ago or something that all Icelanders needed to be able to swim efficiently so we're taught in school and that's mandatory so it's often like okay I can't go swimming when I have my period but actually it doesn't you they're like would I have to use a tampon because I mean not everybody wants to use a tampon and I can totally understand that and the moon cup 
or the fairy cup, or uh, I don't know, it has so many names now, the period cup, if you will, um, that's also can be hard to apply, and you need to kind of... <sighs> always with these emails when I'm recording and I always forget to press silencio. Well, anyway, yeah, so it, 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 it doesn't bleed when you're in water, but of course, like, you can have menstrual blood once you're out of water, out of the water, but, um, but still, this is something that they don't know. And when they ask about if people have sex during their periods, and when we talk about masturbating, they're like, what about the blood? And one guy asked in sex ed, he's like, so how much blood are we talking here? Are we talking like a liter per squirt? I'm like, a liter? That's like, I don't know, a cup? And I'm like, it's not a cup of fluid that expo- is expelled from the um, vulva. No, no, no. It's maybe like a teaspoon or um, a tablespoon, you know, for your average teenage girl. Tablespoon or teaspoon that might um, run down from the cervix through the vagina, maybe every 20 or 30 minutes or so. And then it just goes into the pad or, or whatever you're using. It will collect it. They're like, wait, what? And the panties I was talking about earlier, the Modi Body, you can actually wear them for a certain number of, like they have mis- um, they have different kinds of absorbness I guess you would say and you can wear them for several hours just depending on um, how much like how heavy your period is really but so I've noticed that it's really really important to dispel all these myths about where does it flow how does it work one guy asked if he was damaged because he got period blood on his penis and he was afraid to have any kind of sex with his girlfriend afterwards and like it had been two weeks and he would barely touch her he like he thought his penis was broken and I'm like dude this is just menstrual blood like do not worry about it and also just giving the kids practical information like okay if you get blood in your clothes you can get blood out with cold water um, to rinse the blood out and then you can just wash it on normal heat and they're like oh this is practical stuff to know Um, one guy asked when I talked about ovulation that we ovulate and he was like what shut the front door are you basically laying eggs are you basically like hens and I thought that was hilarious, laying eggs and being hens. I was like, oh my God, you're so spot on. But no, actually, he's like, how big is the egg? What do you guys do with the egg? Do you, do you save the egg? Do you, uh, do you let it spoil? And I'm like, it's so tiny. It just gets squished with all the other bits that are coming from our vulva or even just squished in the toilet paper when we wipe our vulva or in, the, in our pants. You know, we just, we don't often even see the egg. And he was just like, he was shocked. The poor, the poor lad. I thought it was cute, but I've been thinking about this. Like, how can we truly celebrate menstruation? Do we need to celebrate? I think we do because it's kind of cool. Like, but my daughter would probably be mortified if I were like, "We're gonna have a period party. Everybody wear red. Bring your best vulva period stories forward." And I didn't even know how guys do it, like bring their period stories. So what what have they heard about menstruation? Um, what do they think about it? How do they feel about it? And I often say this in sex ed with parents. I say, guys and dads, you need to be a part of this conversation as well. Like just because you might not bleed, you still have experiences of other people bleeding. So talk about it, you know, be a part of the conversation. Don't shy away from it. Um, and I think I just, yeah, I think that 
it actually is really important, but I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I'd probably go overboard if I were celebrating my daughter's period. I'd probably go all crazy, and because that's my thing, I do themes and stuff. It's just, it's bizarre. How bizarre, da, 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 da. how bizarre, how bizarre. But of course, I did like a little survey about this. And I had over 1,100 responses. Um, most of the gals were between 11 and, thir- 11 and 14 when they start- started their period. And most had been told a little bit about the period either in school or by their mother okay which was good and I asked was there anything that you did or ate when you were on your period like what what was your thing when you were a teenager and you had your period so this is retrospect okay so people are thinking back, uh, back backwards in time and 44% said I wore comfy comfy briefs or comfy underwear I could totally relate I always well I always wear comfy underwear but I was like yep um 12% said they had chocolate so there might be something to the myth and 8% said that they had candy and then uh, almost 10% said I just had like a quiet easy time okay and a lot of people when they were asked what would you have wanted to know beforehand they wanted to know about the blood, the color of the blood, what it's like to sleep with a pad, um, what they should have used, how they should have used it, um, how much is gonna, how much is gonna come, of, like how much blood is gonna flow, and how it can affect your mood and how it can affect your body, just like pain management as well. But there, this is a, like a really intense. People wrote a lot but also shame shame is a common factor here they're like I wish I wasn't as ashamed Mm -hmm. and I wish I knew it was okay that I hadn't started my like I wasn't late if I hadn't started my period at 14 and I wish I knew how often I should um, apply a new tampon or a menstrual pad and how I should dispose of it this is what they're saying okay and when then I asked, how did you feel when you started your period? And the overwhelming response was, I felt bad, I f- was scared, and I, was re- I felt it was really awkward. Also some sighs of relief, some proud, but most of them thought it was horrendous and did not feel good about it at all. Um, and it, and, I, and when I asked, how do you feel now when you have your period? Some say, I don't feel too hot. But others say, yeah, I feel okay. And I'm sorry about the noise. Always a noise with me when I'm um, recording. But that's, that's the life of it. There's life around me. I can't be in a soundproof area. Not when uh, I'm a mother of three and I always have to be on the lookout for somebody crying. That's the truth of it. Um, uh, and I think it's just really, really, really interesting to actually get into the nitty gritty of um, of periods. And I think you know we think that we've we're so advanced. We think that oh we've dealt with all of these periods. Yeah, everybody knows everything. Everything's online. When in fact it feels like we haven't almost begun. It sometimes feels like 
nothing has changed. So I urge you, if somebody around you is like, especially if it's a teenager, but if somebody around you is about to get their period or has started their period, talk to them about it, educate about it, but also just talk about it with your group of friends. Even if you have a penis, even if you have a vulva, it does not matter. It does not matter if you bleed or have stopped bleeding or are yet to start bleeding. I do not care. This is just something that needs to be openly discussed without shame, without disgust, and just like it's a matter of fact of the body and please manage pain for those vulvas who are truly suffering i often get girls in sex ed who are afraid to ask for help because they think that they will be sending the message that they have started sex uh, having sex or that they're sluts or something like that which of course is not the issue at all well this is my period piece what song should i oh maybe we should do like um do like a really sad song or do like um like a meatloaf song like the and i would do anything for a pat but i won't do that oh no no i won't do that i will do anything for a pat or maybe not a pat but an ibuprofen i would do anything for painkiller well i think this is enough of me for now i think i'll just yeah let you guys ponder what could be a good period song. This concludes this week's episode of Sex in Iceland with Sigurd, the sexologist. 